you're listening to the Marketing Masters Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Masters Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and I'm joined today by Eric Needle, as usual. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing pretty good. Good morning. How about you? I'm doing good. It's a Monday morning. Got lots of coffee in me, ready to just take off on, on any topic we have. So what, what kind of topic do we have prepared for today? Well, today we decided to jump on Google and see what Google thinks about things. So I searched for marketing tips for a small business. And what I got as a return was kind of weird. So almost all of them are, uh, the returns are free marketing. So, so it leads to the question, why does Google think that if I own a small business, I'm only looking for free marketing? Yeah, they're definitely pigeonholing you into, especially because the amount of search results you're saying coming up is like, if the whole front page is free marketing, now it's one of two things, either they don't think small businesses have money or they're just using this as clickbait to get you in and try to upsell you on stuff. Maybe it tries. Oh, it, it, it's all clickbait and it's, <laughs> and it's and it's like almost 2 billion results and they all look like they come from HubSpot, but that's another story. <laughs> oh my. Well. I guess we should take a crack at some of these free, you know, why free marketing? I, that's a good topic for today. So should you be using free marketing? Are there actually free marketing tactics that work? And, uh, you know, is it a good way to try out things or are the results even worth it? You know, if, if, if you get results from free marketing and they're not good, does that even say anything about the paid version? Or is the paid version the only one you're going to get results from? So why are you wasting time? You know, I got to jump in head first. Well, that, that's what I imagine is that if you're a small business, you're thinking, oh, I need to do some marketing and all the, and all the, uh, <clears throat> you know, all the uh, suggestions you get are free things you can do. It's like, you know, I, I kind of uh, think you get what you pay for. So a lot of the things on here to me seem kind of common sense, but they seem like they're all lead generation to not free ways to market your business. Mm. Kind of like, um, uh, I, I pulled up a few here too off of your recommendation and we got the local listing services. So we've talked about this before in prior episodes. Um, I even, I have a client I work with that's a business listing service or so they started out mm -hmm. that way. Right. Um, and, and their plan was, yes, it's a free business listing service. You can put yourself out there and then people can find you now because you know, you're on multiple websites. You're not just depending on your own search engine optimization you know you're, you're getting free marketing from these other people or people might be using directories to find businesses and this is a way why it could be free but often these business directories brevard.biz is a business directory right it is and there's a free option and a paid option and the paid options the same with many local businesses are just get better you can put more of your stuff on there maybe the, the search engine optimization is better or maybe you get spotlighted when you do a paid version we're going to help you by promoting your business on our platforms instead of just having a listing that's just there in Google. Um, is this a good yeah. thing to use? So, uh, you know, I mean, you are an owner of a, a listing directory. I personally work with another listing directory. What do we think about these things? Are these actually good tools? Yeah, so uh, I think listing directories are a great idea, but, you know, are they really free? It's, it's like um, we started out when we built it and we created a free directory, but quickly I changed that because we started getting traction and now you have to pay a dollar to get a quote unquote free listing because there's costs involved in, in running all this stuff. Yeah, no, there really is. So yeah, I mean, it, I guess the, the first idea behind a business directory, we can talk a little bit about this and then we'll move on to some other free ones is 
you're getting your name out there on someone else's website. So it's a backlink, which is good. It could also pop up if they're getting a lot of traffic, you could just be seen by people using their website. And if not, you can also pop up when people search for businesses, you have now more places to pop up on Google. So there's, there's a, I mean, right there, there's like three or four things right there. There are good reasons to maybe put your business on one. And these don't really cost you money, even if it costs you $1 or $5. I'm going to classify that as free. Um, if if well, it costs less than a Starbucks coffee, it's free. There you go. Well, here's my mindset when it comes to the web. If you have one, if you have just a website and, and that's the only place that you appear or live on the web, that's not, that's not of much value. You know, it's, it's, it's like, unless you spend lots of advertising to get people to come to your website, I don't think, I, I think it's hard for Google to see you as relevant. So I think that there's, that you should have hundreds of, of places on the web that points to you and talks to you and it talks about you. And I think that helps contribute to getting found in search. So I think, I think that's the, the niche that a directory for, you know, fills that it's some, it's one other website that talks about and links to you. So let's give and business directories then a thumbs up. We approve this for use as a free method or a paid method. Business directories are pretty good ways to advertise your business. Are we in agreement on that? Yeah, especially when, when it has a particular focus, like a local geographical area, like Brevard County, Florida, or, you know, a, a, a trade or industry that you're in or something like that. Another way for people to find you. That That's the value of a directory. Which segues us right into another one. Actually, number two on a list I'm looking at is social media. And that is literally hits on a lot of the same things you just mentioned, which are more ways for you to pop up in search engines because if you have a facebook account a twitter account an instagram and a, and a parlor and a youtube and a you know you name it a me we whatever you want to use for social media you can now pop up when someone searches for your business you now pop up for your website you pop up for any business directories you're on and then you pop up for all your social media and so this what this does is if someone searches and you run a lighting store and you sell lamps and lighting stuff locally and fans they search for your business you're going to pop up and then all your competitors pop up but if they're searching for your specific business name and you have all these other things we're talking about, you're going to dominate the whole front page, at least for your name, not for lighting store, but you're going to need, you're going to, at least for the, your specific business name, you're going to dominate the whole first page and it's going to push everyone else off. Um, and as well as, you know, not to mention them being able to find you on social media or on business directories and all of that, but just for Google, this helps you a lot. So for the same reason you'd have business listing services or online directories, you also want your social media, even if you're not going to use it. I always recommend claiming the most popular social media platforms for your business, putting a logo on there, filling out the basic contact information, uh, how they can get a hold of you with phone numbers and business hours and a link to your website, connect it all together. Um, so that way, if they do land on one of these areas, whether it's a business listing directory or it's a social media platform, they can then get to your website or they can call you directly from there or however it is you want to generate your leads. But these are things that they are, yes, they are free to set up, um, but then to utilize correctly, this is kind of lead into other things, utilizing these free things correctly or going further with them is not free. It will, you will spend money to do it correctly. Or at the very least time. But uh, I, I think I'd add Google my business to that and actually put that on the top of the list. You know, when you, you know, do you consider Google my business social media? I don't know, but it's like, uh, I think, I think when you talk about free things you need to do to market your business, I think that's number two after your website. Google My Business, that is 
incredibly important. I'm 100% in agreement with you. Um, I've actually, I think it's so important right now that I include it when I build websites for people. So exactly. if, they, if they do not have Google My Business set up, I tell them right off the bat, we're going to set this up. And I actually include social media set up. Uh, I include all those things with the websites that I sell and develop because I think you need to have those things set up and connected to your website as a bare minimum starting point. Um, those are the first three things, three things you need to set up. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I, th I think, you know, since we're talking about social media, there's an important caveat that you have to remember that you don't own your social media account. You know, Facebook owns your Facebook account. LinkedIn owns your LinkedIn account. So the content we provide there is important. It's it's ways that people will find you and it's important to do, but it's, but it's like I've seen people sort of put all their eggs in one basket, even thinking, hey, I don't need a website because my Facebook works. And I think that, I think that you can run into problems because you know, uh, social media channels have their own rules. It's their own private space. They can really do whatever they want. And, and that's definitely why having a website is very important, right? Because it's one of the only things that you own on, on the web. You don't own your Google presence. You don't own your social media. And uh, aside from them being able to do whatever they want with it, like you said, um, I mean, those things could go away at any time or they could change or the rules could change. Those things could even become not free eventually. Um, so. Right. And, and like, like a lot of Google services, they're, they're slowly starting to pay or, or, or make them pay and actually you know, they're asking for credit cards to make the functionality. Like for instance, for Google Maps, as I build websites, I have to give them my credit card info so that I can make a map work on your site. Hmm. Yes. And, and they don't charge right now, but it's definitely, they're thinking about it. One no day doubt. you'll get an update in email and please accept our terms of service and you'll click it and now we're charging. <laughs> Right, and, and that's a weird thing too, you know, do, do I ask a client, hey, I need your credit card information because Google wants it for their map. So it's like as an agency right now, I just sort of put in ours, but it's like, you know, it's always on the, on the back of my mind. That's interesting. I have a, I'm quite the opposite on that. I will never put my information on anything related to any of my clients um, just because for that exact reason, I don't want to start getting charged. And the longer you go and the more clients you have and the more you've worked with and maybe you don't work with some of them anymore, um, or you've gained tons of new ones, the organization of just trying to keep all that just stresses me out. So I'm like, no, 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 I need to know where all my information is. So I have people read me their credit cards over the phone all the time and put it in. And surprisingly, you might think, wow, you would, people do that? They just give you their credit cards over the phone? They sure do. So clients give me their credit cards all the time and I put them right in wherever we need them. You know, you know of course they know where their credit card's going, but uh, it goes in wherever we need it. So that way, if they ever do get billed for something, um, they're getting billed for the thing that they're using. I don't want to get billed for something they're using. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's smart. I agree. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's hard. You know, I've been in advertising and marketing for so long is that, you know, I've adopted all these practices of the advertising industry. You know, it's like, so, you know, yeah, you're right. That's smart. But it sometimes it's, it's a pain, right? So the logistics part of that is getting in touch with them, getting them to give you this information. And then you still have to put it all in. Lots of times, if you're right, you're trying to get stuff done for the day. And this is more like marketing professional. I guess it could be a business too. If you're on a mission to get something done for your business, the less hoops and less side things and rabbit holes you have to go down, the better. If you can just get it done and move on to the next thing, you can start being effective and start getting results. And lots of times people are not so much in a rush, but they're, they're in a hurry. You know, They do want to get the stuff done, move on to the next thing. Um, they don't want to spend forever spinning yeah. their wheels. So. And then, and then, then there's the administrating, 
you know, all these, every time I, I uh, turn on a Google map on somebody's website, what happens if their credit card changes? You know, does the map functionality die because somebody's credit card lapses? You know, so it's like, I don't know. There's, it's, I have to balance all this stuff. And I guess worst case as a, if you're, you know, if you're using your yeah, card, you could always card. shut your card off. You know, that is something you could always do is cancel your card and all the ones you have set up would then be fine. This is kind of an off topic, off the topic of marketing, but it is interesting. I mean, it's just something in the internet world and the marketing world when you do have to sign up for a bazillion different things that are free or start off free. Um, knowing that, you know, use a business card for this. And if you ever need to shut that business card off and start fresh, um, if you just gets out of control. Right, exactly. Um, anyways, let, let's let's get back on track here. Yeah, we um, got in the weeds there. We're in the weeds to start. Get a machete, let's chop these weeds down and it's get back Monday. on It's a Monday podcast, right? Yeah, this is a special Monday episode this week. Usually we record on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays, but this is a Monday episode, so we're coming in really fresh and amped up on caffeine. So it's going to be like ADHD episode here. We're just going to be like, what's that? Is that sparkly? <laughs> right, that's where we're going. Um, like a squirrel. Speaking of sparkly things, um, starting a blog is not very sparkly, but it is something you could do for free, says this article. Um, you could start a blog, and, and one of the things, you know, one of the ways you could start a blog is write on your own website. Lots of websites have built-in blog features, so you could just start writing blog articles or vlogs, meaning with a V, so video blogs. So you could do a vlogging or blogging, or you could start a photo blog where you just post images. I mean, there's lots of different words, videos, images, there's different kinds of blogs out there, depending on the business you're in. That is something you could do for free. It's content marketing, it's inbound marketing, it's whatever you want to call it. Gets people to your website, gets people to notice you because you're giving them something for free. Um, I love this. I, You and me both own a dozen blogs. We, we blog all the time, something we do constantly. Um, podcasting isn't blogging, but I mean, it really fits right in the same slot. It's creating content and giving it to people for free. Um, right. Content marketing. Yeah. It, it's, for whatever reason, I hate the word blog. I think it's a horrible word. Same, and, and, and vlog is even worse. But... <laughs> it's cringeworthy. The but it's content marketing. Yeah. Like, for instance, us doing this podcast, we could basically type out everything that we that we say in an episode. And, and now there's a, a uh, text version of our conversation. You know, so it's all about content and how we how we produce it and leverage it. But you know, in terms of just saying, hey, yeah, just start a blog for your website. You know, I know that it's that it's like it takes a lot of energy to create and sustain a blog. And one of my biggest pet peeves is starting something and then just stopping. So I can I can point out so many websites that I've built that I've worked with for clients that they had a burst of energy. They 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 um, built a new website. They wrote like three or four blogs and then they stopped. Mm -hmm. And and to me, that's like tuning into a radio station and they're just being dead air. So it's like I think if 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 you're going to pursue blogs, you should put a little discipline to it and try to continuously create new content. And that could even only be once a month or even once a quarter, but don't just start something and, and leave it out there just to sort of, just to sort of die. I, I looked at the statistics on that a little while back and I don't have them in front of me, but it was something like blogs, most blogs die before they reach 10 articles and most podcasts die before they reach 20 episodes or something. Like the, the point of like getting past uh, the, the cutoff of like averaging so many people try to start projects and like you said they don't finish them or they just get busy or 
you know, if you want to be successful, you have to keep pressing forward with it. So the most successful blogs I know uh, have hundreds, if not thousands of articles. And uh, you're not going to have a successful blog with 20 or 30 articles. So you're going to need to put in some work, whether you're writing them or you hire someone. And this is the point where it no longer becomes free. It's free yeah. to do for your business if you have time. And time is money. So it's not actually free ever. None of these things are free. I'm just going to come out here and say that. Everything we talk about, everything you click on that says free, it's not actually free. It's taking your time. And time right. is more valuable than money. It's one of the only things you can't get more of. So nothing is free in life. Nothing's free in marketing. And that's where I, I tell a lot of people I work with um, is I'm going to tell you how to do stuff. And I'm not afraid to give you free information and tell you how you need to do this or how you need to market your business. What you can do. When, when you realize you can't do it or you're tired of it or you don't have time for it, that's where I come in. That's why you pay me to do it. One, because you have other things you need to be doing and this is what I do. This is what I've chosen to do. And secondly, because I'm going to do it better. Um, if you hire a professional, they're they're going to do it better than someone who's who doesn't do that professionally. That's why you have professionals. So one is it's going to save you time, and two, it's going to be done correctly. You know, and this is kind of leans into what we talked about in our last episode was outsourcing marketing. But all these free things you can do, they're free, except you're paying time for them. And when you go to when you decide to outsource or insource or whatever, you know, hire someone in, hire someone out, you hand it off to someone else. It's no longer free. Um, but that's just the nature of it, you know. Free yeah. is a really tricky word. So. Yeah, and, and you know, so so uh, when we talk about your website, for instance, or even your social media channel, uh, we have a concept called signs of life. So if I visit your website and you wrote four blog articles in 2017 and that's it, then your site looks dead. There's no signs of life, and and it's like that's the whole purpose of having a website. Uh, and, and to pursue content marketing to show all the good stuff you're doing, to show what you are capable of. You know, it's, it's like, so, so when we do content marketing, we come up with strategies to create that content and work with you, whether you want us to make it all or you want us to augment what you're doing, even if you just want us to edit what you're doing. It's like there's so many ways that a content marketing firm can help you uh, produce that and show this continual signs of life. Now, and, and I don't, and here's the thing, I don't want to just give, you problems as a business owner, as a marketing as a marketing professional, whatever you're doing, I don't want to give you problems that aren't solved. So if, if the problem is now that you can't get past five articles or ten episodes or whatever your issue is, how do you fix that, right? So I mean, you you either you hire someone to do it or you make it an achievable thing that you can manage. So here's the alternative: if you want to keep it free, you know, costing time, uh, then make it achievable to yourself. So instead of trying to write five blog articles a week or two a week, write one a month. One blog, arc, one blog article a month for two years will look way better and will make your website look more active, have signs of life. One yeah. article a month. At least then when they look at it, you've consistently put out a fresh article every month so you look alive. That I think looks way better than having 15 articles written six months ago, would be to yeah. have three articles written on a monthly basis. Exactly. And, and it's the same thing with social media. It's, it's like, although, you know, the first step is to get your what we call social media presence, get all your info up, get the page right, make it look professional, fill in all the blanks and provide basic information. And then from there, you know, uh, come up with strategies where you can continuously just show signs of life on your social media channel, whichever ones it might be. Yeah, there you go. And it works the same way, right? So 
posting, if you can't post five days a week, so many people try to. They come to me and they're like, oh man, we're gonna post five days a week and have tons of stuff. Well, that may not be manageable to you. It might be for your business. Some businesses can pull that off because they just love to be on social media and they always have their phone on them and their type of business just works out. You know, they always have time, they think about it. But if you don't think about it, at least try to be consistent on a bi-daily or a weekly or, you know, for social media, probably weekly, for blogs, monthly. These are like bare minimums. I would definitely say more is better, um, especially quality combined with yeah, more. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> say quality is, is more important than quantity. And if you can have quality and quantity, you know, yeah. that's what you want. Exactly, and, that, and that's the goal. But, but again, a, a very important thing to talk about with social media is make sure you are listening to social media. So after you post stuff, make sure that you're watching it and you can respond to people. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's social media is a two-way commu communications channel. Mm -hmm. Yep, we've said that before too. So yep. these are things you can probably hear lots of these things come through. Like we say it again because it's important and it's true and it's something that we believe and we practice. Yeah, like, like and, and again, even on like LinkedIn, sometimes I'll just find an article and comment on it and, and like it. And it's like, that's the that's showing signs of life. All that stuff is registered on your LinkedIn profile, you know, so so it's like sharing other people's posts and showing other good things. That's acceptable, too. That That's all good stuff to do with social media. There's, there's another one, too. It's kind of it's kind of like social media, multimedia, YouTube, Flickr videos mm -hmm. we're talking about videos all right so sure is this free now if you're a small bakery or a bicycle shop and you're local yeah this is free uh you could be just turning your camera around we we had an awesome episode an interview with with jason um jason right. Hoyt, correct yep. go back and listen to that about video marketing he is he's a video genius he's just fantastic the interview came out great and he had lots of good things to say so go back and listen to that if you want to learn more about videos um, but I want to talk just briefly about them here. And, and you can do this for free by turning around your phone camera and shooting this. It doesn't have to be super professional. It can be kind of laid back. It could be kind of silly, um, just funny, just things to, to get people to notice you and think about you and make them want to swing by and visit you, visit your store, see what you have. Show them the new products you have. It could be a serious video where you're just showing them, this is stuff we have in stock, come by and check it out. Um, but when you get to a little larger scale size business, the appearance and this is a whole nother topic here is uh, looking professional the appearance of your business the branding the everything about your business and the way it appears on the web um, you will want to get more professional so at this point you'll need to either hire someone in-house or if you have the skills to do it where you start actually producing quality videos um, advertisements commercials um, how-to videos things like that this will become something you cannot do for free it's going to cost you a little something to go beyond that but at a very small level yeah you can do this for free Eric, did I lose you? In case he's refilling his coffee, I'm going to go on to the next one. SEO or search engine optimization. I cannot believe they put this on the list. Um, this one kind of cracked me up when I saw it. I do not think this is free in any way. Um, now, just like all things, you could probably Google search it and figure out. Google search how to SEO. <laughs> you could figure out some things you could do to your website to help it out. Um, but lots of this is, is best done by a professional. Um, SEO isn't really something you want to mess around with because if you mess around with it and make mistakes, it critically hurts your website. It doesn't just, I mean, it dumpsters your website. So not only that, but if you do it horribly wrong and choose to, to pick the wrong advice and wrong tips to do it, you can do practices that'll actually get you blacklisted 
from Google. And I've actually seen this happen too, where then you have to go through a process of getting unblacklisted from Google. So the SEO is not really something you wanna trial and error with and mess around with on, on a business that is the lifeblood, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's your lifeblood, it's your, your income. You don't wanna mess around with the SEO of your business. Um, hire someone to do it right or find someone who knows how to do it and get a good good solid start in it or uh, let whatever platform you're, you're using do it for you. It's better than nothing. Um, I don't recommend, I definitely recommend getting it uh, competitive and done professionally. But if you can't do that, um, at least uh, don't, don't try to do it yourself and change things that you don't know what you're doing. So I, I can't believe this made the list of free things to do. It really shouldn't be on here. Um, but hey, there's lots of lots of things to go through here. So yeah, just to add to that thought, um, I think there's a lot of simple things you can do to make SEO work. Uh, the problem is, uh, you know, as DJ's talking about, is that you know things can get out of hand. I think uh, I think another thing on the list, which is email, you know, I think email can also get out of hand. I mean, if you do email in uh, kind of incorrectly. And in great quantity, you can get your site, your email addresses, even your website blacklisted because you're a spammer. Oh, for sure. This is a great one. So I'm glad we, we got onto email because this is when I, I love to talk about email marketing. Um, yeah. It's something that like I didn't do when I started out running marketing. It was not one of the first things I did until someone came to me and asked me to learn it. And that's when I learned how to do it and started practicing it. Now I've been doing it for a couple of years. Um, but which seems like nothing compared to you because you've been probably doing email marketing for decades. Um, my, my, my marketing career is just a little younger than yours, but extraordinarily highly intense, right? So every day I spend doing this now and like the things you learn over the course of five years is incredible. It feels like it's a lot longer than five years until I hear someone like you say you've been doing it for 20 or more years. And I'm like, wow, I can't imagine. You Which know? is crazy. I mean, I mean, it's like, uh, so I have been building websites for money professionally since 1994. That's crazy. I never thought that it would be a career long thing to do. Mm -hmm. And of course, email and, and every single spam and scam that, that has come around that's been internet related, you know, I've dealt with and lived through. So, you know, so it's crazy. Oh yeah, that's a whole other episode as well. Scams and spams, you know. Yeah. So, yep. but but email marketing. So, so we already presented the problem is if, if you do it wrong, you might get blacklisted. But people will tell you you can do email marketing for free, and I think that what they're actually saying is if you dig a little deeper, if you have a an email list or a list of emails accumulated in a CSV file or an Excel spreadsheet or something, you could upload this file to something like Mailchimp, and you could send like two thousand emails a month for free up to 10,000 contacts, or maybe it's 10,000 emails up to 2,000 contacts, whatever their gimmick is, you can actually do this for free at the cost of your time. We keep putting that in there because it's not actually free. And you could send emails to people, um, email marketing. And like you said, if you do this incorrectly, it could lead to your email that you're sending from getting blacklisted. Uh, but if you do it correctly and you do not spam, and these people are actually subscribers of yours, you're doing this legitimately, um, it could be a very powerful tool that you can use that cost very little money or no money in just time. Um, and at a certain point, it'll start costing small amounts of money. This is, email marketing is just a really great tool for small businesses to use. And I, I encounter businesses that are not using it that already have the means to use it. Um, I just, one of the car dealerships I've been working with for a long time, when I when I came to them at first, they had whole email lists, but they were doing nothing with them. Right, like, but didn't use it. Didn't right. use them. So I'm like, wow, we should use this. This is something that's quote unquote free that we could be doing. So. Uh Another thing that to, to seriously take into consideration is that 
you could be alienating your customers and your prospects. So again, there's sort of a finesse, there's an art and a science to it. Like all of these things that, that, that are, hey, these are great free tips on things for your small business. They're all, there's a lot of knowledge and experience in how to do these things well. And, and, and that, that's why you hire a pro. Yep. So, so again, it looks like, oh, this is free. Start email, you know, marketing. That's great. But if you've never done it before, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, to, you know, to do it, to do it well, to do it properly even. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think we, we've covered this now, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse with this idea, but free is clickbait. So things are free at the expense of your time instead of your money. Um, and lots of these free items lead into paid versions, which are better. Um, and maybe the free version is just to, to dip your toes in the water, not to get good results, but to see how it works, to let you practice with how it works for free right. so that then you could actually do it correctly and make money. Because I think lots of these free options, whether they be free social media, free email marketing or free um, business directory listings, these are things that'll let you see how it works and let you get a little practice on it so you feel comfortable with it. Um, but in order to actually get any value of it, you probably need to spend some money or time invested into it to get anything returned out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like here's one, create data rich infographics. It's like as a graphic designer who has created infographics for many people, it's work. It's a lot of energy. Number one, you have to, you have to pull together all the stats to provide information, right? And it has to be relevant, but, but then to make it into interesting graphics, it's like, wow. Great idea. I love infographics. Any, you know, picture tells us a thousand stories. Anything that you can quickly communicate like that is great, but wow. It does take a lot of work. Free. Yeah, that, now, that ain't free. <laughs> now here's something that, yeah, that's not free. Even if it's on the free list, this is one that's that not, free. not free. You know something, something that is free is getting shout outs. So I didn't see this on any list, but getting shouted out, people talking about you, word of mouth, referral, or even someone talking about you on a podcast or on a commercial, if you know someone or you run locally into other people um, who do promote businesses professionally and they say, I'll promote you for free, that could genuinely be free. Well, whether they're spotlighting you on their blog, like a blog like brevard.biz or Half Full Reviews, where we write a review about you, or you get an article spotlight. Um, these these places, these blog, you know, these could be free advertising for you because someone else is doing the work for you. So so if they're doing the work for you to promote you, where they run around and, and they they're willing to sign up all these businesses and put them on a flyer or put them in a little magazine and they're just a startup. So they're willing to do this for free for you. And they put you in their magazine, they pass it out locally to 2000 different people, you know, great. That's free advertising. Um, so sure. Take advantage of that. But the reason they're doing it for free, um, is, is always, there's always a reason they're doing it for free. One is they're, they're not hyper successful yet. Maybe they're a startup and they need to get you in the door to then monetize, you know, to grow. Um, and so they're willing to hand it out for free limited time. You see this with lots of limited time offers of businesses or two, they use it for lead generation. So right. they, this is something they give out for free. Like you mentioned on an episode before where these lawyers give out free, was it free wills or free, right. free wills. And that's something they're giving out for free, um, to you and it's valuable, uh, but it's lead generation for them. They're hoping that you come back to them in the same way that a business directory site gives you a free business listing or a blog might review you if you send them a product um, and that's not really free anymore, but let's say it is for, for this topic, you know, for this discussion, they, you send a, a 
something to this company to review you, one of your products, and they write up a nice, beautiful article on you, and they shout you out on their social media, and they talk all about you. That's kind of a free way to advertise your business. Um, sending people stuff. I, I love I love that sort of marketing, too. Um, I think more people could use it. Um, and that's so you got to be strategic about who you send your product to. And if your product is outrageously expensive or if it's a service that you can't provide, then this isn't for you. But if you do have products like handbags or products like soaps or products like um, even chairs or whatever it is you're selling. Yeah, you could send this out to a bunch of people um, in your demographic, people that are social media influencers, uh, people who have blogs or podcasts that would use this or that talk about it. And they can then review you or talk about it or shout you out in response. Um, this is really effective. So it's a really great way to kind of get in the door with this sort of thing without paying for it. Because the alternative is you can pay all these people to talk about you. But sometimes you can get around that by sending them products, which ends up being a lot less expensive for you. So. Yep, that, that makes perfect sense. So yeah, I'll put another one. Look at some of these. Some of these are just crazy. Here's one. Here's one that's good. Form industry partnerships. We collaborate with all sorts of people. And whenever you, when you, whenever you can connect with people, when you can connect with like a trade association near you, you know, that works, that you can actually hang out, uh, learn stuff, you know, share leads. That's always a good thing. It's like a chamber of commerce deal, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it can be chamber of commerce. Like I'm in, I'm in one group called American Advertising Federation. So it's, so it's like, uh, you know, that's a way to connect with people that do what you do. And again, it's great learning, you know, learning experience. Uh, they have, they have, oh, here, there's another one on here, but uh, let's see, let me get this. So I don't, uh, what's this one? Say? Apply for business awards. So that's one thing that AAF does is they, they have the Addy Award. So it's like, that's one way to get a claim. You know, it really depends on your business. You know, it's like for an advertising agency, sure, you want to win advertising awards, right? But mm -hmm. so applying for these, you know, and, and this is just one thing, but like, I know the Chamber always does stuff like this. There's always awards for this and for that. And, and that's good stuff to do. It generates news. It generates content for you when you participate in that, especially when you win, right? I can't believe this waited till this long in the episode for us to talk about business networking. And oh, I know, right? Because we did a whole episode on this one as well, um, where you can, if you really want to delve into any of the topics we're talking about today, networking, videos, blogging, we have episodes that really dig deep into these specific topics. Um, so go back and listen to some of them. Um, we try to title them appropriately so that you know exactly what you're getting in for. And then you can weed through and pick out the things that are good for you. But I mean, listen to some of them as well that you may think are not for you. And you might be surprised that this is something you could be doing uh, for free, you know, or not for free. But <clears throat> I think this episode, it, it, the title of it's going to be a little clickbaity unintentionally um, because we are <laughs> talking about free marketing, um, you know, and we're giving you all the ideas. We're trying to be brutally honest. We want to be brutally honest with you and tell you what we think is actually free. And, and is there such a thing as free? You know, and what, what do these things work or do they not work? You know, so this is just a good conversational topic to have. So. Yeah, I, I think anytime I see an article that says, you know, you know, like, like, what does this one say? This is a 27 <clears throat> free and low budget marketing ideas to market your small business. Anytime I see a number like 27 things, top 10, to me, that's all clickbaity. I'm know? overwhelmed. 27. I, yeah, that's too many for me. Keep it to five or 10, please. Yeah, exactly. But it's like every time I see that, it just seems in, in, in the content marketing world, you just see this so often. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I guess it works. Yep. 
but but I every time I see this, it's it's like you know my uh, my uh, radar just pops up like oh here's some more spammy clickbaity things. <laughs> well, speaking of spam, we've been getting some spam to our marketing masters podcast at gmail.com. That's, that's our personal email where you can reach us at. And that's marketingmasterspodcast at gmail.com. You can reach yep. us there. Send us an email. Tell us what you think of what we're talking about. If you'd like something uh, something discussed or even your business, um, shoot us an email. Let us know. If you have questions, we'd love to talk about them. If you think you'd be a good person to be on the podcast and talk to, whether you're a business or a marketing professional, and you'd love to, uh, we'd love to promote you. So we love promoting people and working with people uh, in the industry, and we're all about helping people. And that's the point of the podcast, helping businesses, helping marketing professionals. And if we can help you, let us know if you'd like to work with us, because um, we'd like to work with you too. And with that, we're going to take off, uh, and we'll see you guys either later this week or next week at the latest. So have a, have a great day.